0: Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to the Beers for Good Show, the B4G Show. I am your host, Bobby Glenn James. I got my name right, Ryan. Bobby (laughs) Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington in the house today. What was the ding? That was cool. I Uh, thought you were doing, uh, um...
1: Now my sound effects are on
0: autopilot again. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Ding! (laughs) cool tell us about the show today oh yeah is that how we do it now I, <laughs> since we've we, we we have changed the show up a little bit and we're still learning what that looks like right right <laughs> tell yep. us about the show
1: anytime i get comfortable you like to move me around <coughs> thanks
0: that's a, that's the a way it roll that's the way life is it's a beautiful thing.
1: beautiful beautiful <laughs> yeah thanks for joining us for another episode of the best for good show we have an amazing guest And uh, I will introduce her right now. Michael Sherlock is serious about business. She is dedicated to creative, positive, productive, and profitable workplaces and helping individuals and businesses unlock their ultimate potential.
0: Ooh, I like it. Yeah! Do we, before we, we get to Michael, are we doing anything? Do you have any good news out there that we, we want to promote? You didn't, do you? I can, I, can, I can see in your face that you do not have anything, Ryan. Uh,
1: when you see someone that needs help, do it. <laughs> okay. That's my good news
0: segment. Our whole vision for the Biz for Good show is that we do believe that the greatest business model in the world is being well, good and doing good
1: actually in this morning I had a, 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 a meeting with a client and he spent like five minutes about the frustration that he had with a business uh, marketing business that was uh, that hijacked his website and uh, he spent all this money and nothing happened from it and he was looking for you know some people that he can trust
0: a company that you could just do. and we talk about no like and trust all the time when you can get no like and trust for clients then you don't just have a client. You have a fan. You have somebody that will come back over and over again. And know, like, and trust, you don't get that just by doing a social media thing or something. You have to connect with them, do business.
1: It's like when you were in school. You had to get to know people.
0: Yes, and, and everybody thinks, oh, I'm going to do a social media plan, I'm going to get out there, I'm going to throw it out there, and then they're going to marry me. It's <laughs> like, hey, maybe like, we could actually go on a date first. <laughs> it's like,
1: you're new in school and then you pass a note to a pretty girl. Have you ever... You like me. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. And it, it, it is a, I don't it, even know Let's you. get married tomorrow. That, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. <laughs> anyway. Awesome. All right, let's jump into the show. Yay, hey, Michael from uh, Philly. Uh, Michael! <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the show. Oh,
2: oh. You know, watching the trailer that you guys had there, I'm so jealous that I can't be there in person. It's really oh, disappointing.
0: Yeah. it's. Uh, we have been so sad this last year.
1: We have year. a wall you can sign. Uh,
0: yes, the big. we have a big wall full of all these amazing signatures of these beautiful, amazing human beings. And we haven't had anybody in the studio for... Months and
1: months. And months. A covid swing <laughs> problem Yeah, yeah.
0: It's
2: we're gonna wait, make it happen. I'm. I got one vaccination down. One to go. Then I'll. Yeah. Be there
0: there
1: awesome. you go. Flush. Yeah. F- hey.
0: What? We just keep bringing in vaccinated folks for the <laughs> show. <aren't> you? <laughs> what? what you have an epiphany, Ryan?
1: Ah, it's like you. Get the second shot. You come out to a, maybe an event that we're gonna put on. Oh know. yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. You.
0: Yeah. We do the Utah Podcast Summit. Uh, and we're looking at doing it this year. Last year, of course, we had to go. We had to go, you know, virtual. And uh, for the first two, two years before that, we had a huge, beautiful turnout. We're changing the name from Utah Podcast Summit because it's not just Utah anymore to Peak Podcast Summit. And we're excited to have every podcaster that we can. And we we had uh, John Lee Dumas as a as a keynote last year, and Dave Jackson, amazing human beings, and some some other really powerful. Uh, just podcasters out there doing great things and we, we talk about it all the time podcasting is so beautiful because so many people have mm-hmm. such a passion I, uh, your podcast such an amazing powerful thing that you're doing and so anyway let, this show is actually about you not us shooting the bull I apologize <laughs> this is like too long so yeah. let's just let's just talk about Michael yeah. let's find let's out about you so what is what what is your success here tell us t- just let's get to know you
2: Oh boy, that's just such a you know. That's like opening the door to say, "I'll tell you everything, and then we'll get married afterward." Right? <laughs> that's it, yeah. That's it. <laughs> I got, I got we a like ring. I I'm really ready. like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh it. gosh. Well, so I guess you just want a little, know a little bit about me and my business. I'm assuming. Or what's yes. a story um, to your success? So what- my story to my success—just um, uh, stubbornness. I refuse to give up. <laughs> and uh, you know, and, I'll, and and it's fun because I'll, I'll I will tell you a quick story. So you know, prior if you would have asked me this time last year or a little bit earlier, you know, prior to a pandemic, like Michael, what do you do? What's the purpose of your company? Shock your potential, and I would have said I own a global leadership and sales training organization and I travel around the world and I teach companies and groups how to be better leaders and better salespeople. Um, so at that point in time, like, you know, I, I, I love my podcast. I have my podcast. I have some books, but really, you know, 95% of my business income more than a year ago came from me getting on an airplane and going to speak and train. And I remember thinking it's probably a good time to diversify, you know, like have some other ways that I can reach people in case I break a leg or in case I, you know, want to take a vacation, not in case a pandemic (laughs) actually, you know, (laughs) like wipes out your entire calendar. Uh,
0: you are not alone. Yeah, there's been a lot of that.
2: Wow. But you know, oh yeah. But I think you know, like I tell everybody, I spent you know a few days you know curled up at a ball, sucking my thumb in the fetal position, <laughs> going, "Oh my gosh, you know this is horrible." And then I went, "Well, Sherlock." You know, and whenever I call myself Sherlock, you know, there's going to be a you know a tongue lashing. I'm like, "Okay, Sherlock, here you go. You got to get yourself up. You got to get yourself back." And uh, that Sherlock voice, you know, really gets it going. But really, you know, I said, okay, all the things you teach other people about being focused and about being committed and following process and taking time out to do the things that you know that are important, do them now. You have the opportunity. And actually, in the last year, I have to say that um, I'm extremely grateful for this entire year. Um, of having to to redefine and realign and, and kind of renew everything we do. So we relaunched the podcast. We developed an app for on-demand training. We uh, doubled down in terms of uh, not only how we do online programs, but some online courses. Um, we started a second company that's complementary to, to our first. And in all these things it just took stubbornness because I thought, you know, I'm not going to sit around and wait for the world to start turning for me to get on an airplane. What if I never get on an airplane again? I mean, granted I've been on an airplane in the last year, but meaning, you know, what if what if there's no more opportunity like this? What would you do? Are you just going to give up or go do something else? No, you're going to build your success again. But it's going to look different and it's going to be and it's going to be something that can withstand multiple points of failure. So now everything would have to fail in order for me to fail at this point in time. And <laughs> and I, I'm not anticipating that. I love that. I'm not, that. Trying, to, I'm not tr- trying to jinx this.
0: <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> but I love think I'm
2: pandemic proof at least for now. <laughs> the, uh,
0: we talk about this all the time. The, the true secret to success is not rocket science. It's called you just don't quit. <laughs> you don't give up. You pivot. Yeah. You figure out what that pivot is. And that are, those are successful people, the ones that just don't quit. Yeah. We, we've all been in that fetal yeah. position worrying about what the next, but, but then we get up and you just go for it. I love it. That, that is such an inspiration.
2: And it's interesting because somebody told me so last year, probably about this time last year or April, May, whenever. um, So we were a couple months into the pandemic, and I put an article on LinkedIn or a post on LinkedIn, and I talked about how prior to this, I, you know, overnight, I lost ninety-five percent of my business income, and I had somebody write to me and say, "I can't believe you just said that. Like everybody sees you as so successful. Now, aren't you afraid that they're not going to see you as successful?" And I said, "Well." am I going to lie? I mean, <laughs> <am> i going <laughs> to lie and say, hey, everything's great. I want to tell you that I recognize it mm. and I'm going to do something about it. And I said, I'm pivoting. And so their next response was, and this is a very good friend of mine. And the next response was, but isn't the word pivot really negative? Like pivot oh, means you had mm. to change. And I said, you know, I I can see how you might see that, but I don't at all. To me, pivoting is like, you know, I used to um, I used to dance, uh, you know. I did ballet, I did jazz, I did tap, long, long ago. And pivoting means that you are balanced so well between your two legs and your feet that when you have to make a big move, you you have to do a big jump, you have to, you know, you have to do a kick, something else that your body is adjusting. The pivot is the ability to balance between those things. And so as I pivot, you know, I pivot my business, too, to keep it that, with that flexibility. And I think it's really important that we don't worry about whether or not our image, quote unquote, is tarnished by the truth. The truth actually makes us much more relatable to everybody.
0: Oh, that is so true. We, we talk about that over and over again. If you really want to get above the noise, then be authentic, because that's the only thing you got that's yeah. different or interesting than somebody else. I love, I love, and transparency. Absolutely. Talking about that transparency is so powerful. I, I love that. When somebody is open <laughs> and honest and saying, you know what? This, this is some hard A times right now, and it sucks. And it, it, mm-hmm. even a mentor that I've seen that is so powerful, I'm like, wow, they're having a hard day. That gives me hope that I can overcome stuff too. So, and, and pivot. Oh, anyway. Thank you. I, I, I'm excited. I, I apologize. <laughs> you,
2: she's got me all worked up, man. <laughs> See, so far, so far, I'm I'm following that, you know, little banner that says super amazing guest. See, I am. <laughs> yes.
0: She yes, is. Yes. She she is that super amazing guest.
2: She absolutely
0: is. Thanks. So can, tell us a little bit about, like, what you do just because uh, I I, I I just want to know I want our guests to know what what do you what do you do
2: yeah well you know again prior you know a year ago I would have said I train the best leaders in the field and so you know what part of my introduction is that I create positive productive and profitable workplaces and I'm a firm believer that in leadership and sales you have to approach these two elements of any business or professional career with real um, awareness and an ability and a desire to self-reflect. So I teach people skills on how to do that through asking more questions than talking. And so whether or not you're in sales or you're in leadership, you can become a better leader, you can become a better salesperson by asking more questions and showing that you are actually Uh, engaged in a dialogue and want to have a relationship with That person who works for you, or that potential customer, that you care enough not to be pushing your agenda, but to be really nurturing and learning about them, and so that's the the heart of everything I do. And so when things changed, and yes, I've done a lot of virtual training um, in the last year, but it's not the same as being right there. But all along, I you know I would get off a stage, you know, with a thousand people in the audience, and I would think, oh, this is great. And they're like, oh, you were amazing. I love you. And then the next speaker would come up and then they're like, oh, you're amazing, I love you. (laughs) And I always wanted to have a way to connect with my audience afterward, to be able to continue the dialogue and be able to say, okay, these things that I taught you in 45 minutes, or maybe in a whole day if I worked with a company, or maybe over several months, if we have a longer term training contract. But I wanna be able to to show you what this looks like in minute situations, meaning what if I have a a person um, who's underperforming? What do I have? What happens if a client of mine or a customer customer of mine drops me today? And so we created the app as a way to have people see little smaller bites of what they are facing on a day-to-day basis. And I'm so proud that we've done it. I wanted to do it for so long. Um, and, and our shock your potential app, about 80% of the content is free. 20% of it is under a $6 a month, you know, executive membership. But it's really about finding new ways to connect and making better leaders and professionals, uh, no matter where you are in the world and no matter where you are in your career.
0: Oh, my gosh. I love it. What's
1: the name of the app again?
2: And
0: we need to put it in the show notes. Make sure we put it in the show notes. And I'm sure we'll. we'll, Shock
2: your potential.
0: Shock your potential. Shockyourpotential.com. Shock
2: your potential. Yeah, all you have to do is look up shock your potential, and shock, you'll
0: find it. You'll find it. Yeah, I want to ask one. you, because of what you said. So do you, and, and I, 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 I'm I, going to ask it anyway, even if it is a cliche question. Oh. Uh, I'm going to ask it. I'm just going to ask it. Uh, so are, are leaders born, or are they made? Or, or can they yes. learn to be a leader? <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> i like it we're all born okay i
2: I think uh, here's here's my take on it number one there are people who are absolutely inclined by their very nature to be leaders they're comfortable they're confident they're calm in a storm they might not all be calm inside but they know how to present that they talk to people, they, you know, people gravitate towards them, but everybody actually has the ability to be a leader and a great leader. The problem is the ability to self-reflect. That's the, that is the key that gets in people's way, whether or not they start out as a good leader, but don't continue to evolve, or they're maybe not a great leader and they don't know how to get to the next level. If you can self-reflect, if you can think about a situation and, And really evaluate yourself in that scenario, not the other people, not the scenarios, not the things you can't control. You evaluate yourself, your approach, your thoughts, your actions, your reactions. And then you can take what you learn in that reflection and adapt. Then you can become a great leader. But we all know those leaders who are, you know, the jerks or the ones that, you know, don't listen. Uh, We know the ones that we call them bosses, not, you know, stepped on by other people. Yeah. You know, there's all kinds of people that aren't great leaders, including ones that are just kind of, you know, they'll let anybody tread all over them. Um, And those are people that don't have the desire. It's not that they don't have the ability. Everybody has the ability to self-reflect. Just most people don't want to do it because when you start looking in the mirror, I always tell people, pretend, you know, your hand is your mirror, carry it around with it all the time. If you don't want to look in that mirror and do something about what you see, you can't change. You won't change. Don't you?
0: You you have to be teachable. I I have found I've done a lot of teaching and training myself. I've I've done a lot of stuff. And you can you can feel really quickly when somebody just they're they're not teachable. They're not open to learning Mm -hmm. something. And that's sad. I I tell people you should be spending at least 10 percent of your revenue to learn stuff. You should be spending that Absolutely. money to find out, to get coaches, to get mentors. to. You should be spending some money on that because it is a powerful tool. You will only get better. And Absolutely. it comes on deaf ears a lot of times.
2: Well, and it's interesting. Um, one thing with my team. So I've got a team of eight people. My whole team is based in Kenya. Um, so we have time differences. We have you know, communication challenges sometimes. We have, you know, all kinds of challenges. But I have this amazing team and they are growing and evolving. And we hit roadblocks at times with each one of them. Everybody's evolving as a leader. But one of the things that I've implemented in the last few weeks with them is I realized, for instance, you know, we put out five days a week of podcasts. And I realized not all my team was listening to even one of the podcasts. And I've got amazing guests, I mean like, it is just, I mean, they're rock stars. And of course, you know, I figure I've got something to add to the mix too. So I started asking everybody, well, not asking, but requiring, I said once a week, pick a podcast. I don't care if it's from this week, from the past, whatever. I want you to listen to it. And then I want you to give me in an audio or video format, what you learned. There's no formula. There's no right or wrong. And I don't want you to type it out. I want to hear you. I want to hear your voice. And I'll tell you, um, as they've evolved the last couple of weeks in these lessons that they're learning, and now they're going back and they're picking and choosing things that relate to their positions. And they, they're like, oh, and when we talked about this in our one-on-one meeting, now I see what you meant because I heard so-and-so say this. And, and it's this beautiful thing to see people evolve when they realize that they can control their own learning objectives, you know, so not everybody's going to have a great training program or a great mentor or role model all the time, but we all have access to so much incredible training that anyone who's not taking advantage of it, even the free stuff, is really doing themselves a disservice as well as their company, their business, their, you know, their colleagues. Those are things that that I believe make us a better world that help us to do more good because it expands our horizons and it and it forces us to continually evaluate ourselves
0: that we talk about all the time on the show setting a culture in your business and I think what you're talking that is just so cool you're setting this culture of learning and growing and expanding not of Hey, what can I suck out of you to get my clients out? We talk it's so simple. if you want good customer service then treat your employees good and and, and, and show yeah. them that you love them. It's not rocket science wow this is so good. I, we could go on, but we do want to get to the the, the wheel right, Ryan.
1: No, the no, wheel crazy.
0: We want to put you on. I'm the, a little nervous. We want to put you on the spot, just a hair. Uh, uh, so far, we've had good luck with this. Our, our our guests have kind of enjoyed it. It's a little fun. So we are going to put the wheel up on the screen. Here we go. Here we go. Oh. And you ready to? Oh, we do actually have a plane and a helicopter flying up. Several helicopters <laughs> flying over Four right now. Four Helicopters. Four helicopters just flew over the building. Wow. Hopefully everything's Excellent. okay. Okay, here we this go. Is terrifying. <laughs> we are <laughs> spinning the wheel right now. Oh, I got to spin it up here. <laughs> Green, blue, red. Oh, oh this is going to be a good oh. Oh. Most embarrassing moment in business.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know. I've had so many. <laughs> yeah. Um does it count when I don't think you spelled embarrassing right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, that's something you gotta know about me, my dyslexia. I just go with the flow. I I, I put whatever. And Ryan, you're supposed to watch me on Well
1: right. no. no. <laughs> I accept you for who you are. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, if it doesn't okay. sound in like that it's spelled of time, <laughs> Okay.
2: In that amount of time I was able to remember my most embarrassing business moment nice perfect this is a good one (laughs) this is a good one are you ready ready? ready? i mean you should hold on this is great i'm holding so i told you both that i uh, grew up in spokane washington and i had a i worked for a company that was based in spokane i think they still may be based in spokane it's called people to people student ambassador program and my job at that time this was in my like late 20s uh maybe almost 30. So my job was I traveled all around the country. I'd be gone for uh, like three weeks at a time and I would go from city to city and I would do all these presentations to get parents and their kids to sign up to send their kids with our company all over the world you know for a lot of money. (laughs) So it was great. It was a sales job. Loved it. And I really did love it, but it it was exhausting because you were literally on the road for three weeks at a time, couldn't go home, and you worked six days a week, and most times you did two presentations a day, sometimes three on the weekends. So (sighs) I am down to my last day, and I'm in Boulder, Colorado. I have a room full of um, junior high students and their parents, and... So I, you know, there's like a 90-minute sales presentation. Part of it's a video, but the rest of it's all my speech, and I've got it memorized, and I know where to put the jokes in, and, you know, I got my flow down. I know how to work the room, and I was really good. My sales numbers were fantastic. You know, they really loved me in that company. And so I always would get to this point in the um, presentation near the end, and I would say this is the greatest opportunity for your student to spread their wings and learn about the world. But sometimes I would say this is the greatest opportunity for your student to stretch their legs. So no, spread their no. wings, stretch their legs. We know where this is oh, yeah, going. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I am not kidding you. Uh, my, I said in front of this room, this is the greatest opportunity for your students to spread their legs <laughs> in this world. And I kept going on, and I heard people laughing. (laughs) And you know when your brain catches up with your mouth? (laughs) And I just stopped, and I looked at the room, and I I just went into the microphone, and I, I leaned into the microphone, and I go, did, did I just say what I think I said? <laughs> the whole room just explodes in laughter. That is and awesome. And I just put my head down and i like, spread their wings, stretch their legs, spread their wings, stretch their legs. So uh, two things. Number one, afterward people came up to me and they're like, that was great. I can't believe you you said that like that was, that's the best line that you have in there. I go, I did not do that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I did that on purpose. But I do have to admit that on average, on average, I would normally convert like 30 to 35% of a room whenever I did the sales presentation and I was better than most of my colleagues. I had a 57% conversion. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So did you make Neverable. that mistake
0: over and over again? Neverable. Then, <laughs> after that, no, you couldn't. You couldn't recreate that nope. beautifulness. No, <laughs> <A> beautiful mess. <laughs> No. Oh, that is awesome. That is so stinking good. I I freaking love it.
2: Oh, I'm still mortified by it. (laughs) It still (laughs) makes me feel very flushed. We we should have a
0: contest of the best ones, because that was really good. (laughs) That was really (laughs) good. That was really good. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, cool. Well, okay. I, you know, sometimes we spin it before. I don't think we can spin it again. I think that was too good. Yeah. To, to, we don't want to mess with you that goal. Mess
1: with the ganja. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so let's just go into the 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 last question of the of the day.
1: Yeah. So this is near and dear to Bobby's heart.
0: This is near and dear to my heart because everybody does it wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you feel about goals and setting goals or goals in general?
2: Goal. How do I feel about doing it? Well, first of all, I don't like the word goal.
1: <gasps> yeah, there you won uh, something.
2: Because <laughs> goal means it sounds like something that will be great if you get it. Um, I I know that people tend to shy away from the word expectation because it makes them feel uncomfortable. A lot of times with my team, I will use the word target. Um, which is probably the same as goal, unfortunately, but uh, but we, we um, work to everything on a weekly basis. So we're constantly evaluating where we are. And so it never goes more than a week off. So n- we know how to adjust and everybody knows what the expectations are for the end of this year. And my whole team knows what the stakes are, um, you know, cause we still went, you know, of uh, last year, we went a significant amount of time without any income period. And now, you know, as we're growing it again, um, they know how important it is. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's difficult, but I look at it from the numbers perspective. So I always look from a, a business perspective, not just what we need to achieve or what I want to achieve or what I hope the business generates, but what really shows growth in a company and um, what does that break down to? And for, for me, with my team, it all comes down to what the expectation is to have a healthy year. And then you break it down by month, and you break it down by week, and you talk about it constantly. And it's hard because when the numbers are off, people get nervous But when you first present it. But when you're doing something on a weekly basis, you're adjusting on minute levels. And that way, you can you can reach greater clarity more frequently because it's never something that you're waiting till the end of the month to see whether you made it or not. We're talking about the expectations constantly.
0: It's interesting. We've asked this question a few times, and... It, everybody, a lot of folks don't like the word goal, and, yeah. and, and and obviously it's because how many thousands of books have been written on make a goal, do your goal, you can't get anything in life without a goal, blah 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 blah. And people make goals and nothing happens and it sucks. And so everybody's like goals, that's bullcrap. I've I've read fourteen books on goals and it sucks. I can't do anything. <laughs> a goal, and I talk about this all the time. It's like my dad: you, you, a goal is a wish unless you do something.
1: Oh boy! Here and wishing we go. in right.
0: one hand is pooping in the other. Which one gives you more stuff? My dad's favorite saying: you know, you're gonna have a handful of poop. You got more than if you wish for crap. <laughs> crap, get it? You
1: wish yeah, we get, we get, we get, we got that. <laughs>
2: Oh, oh my God! Mm-hmm. So, okay, thank you for that one.
0: insight. I, I, the, the thing is, you have to have some stuff to shoot for. You can call it whatever you yeah. want, but if you don't have some things in place to get there, it's just a wish and it's worthless. And, yeah, and you've just absolutely. kind of reiterated that—that you gotta have some metrics, some things there to move yes. your company, to move your people forward. It's so important. And unfortunately, the word goal has became this nasty, weird thing that and it's and it's unfortunate because we got to have metrics. We've got to have things to get us there. So anyway, thank you well, for your insight. And, go yeah, ahead. And
2: I think just one last thought on that is that, you know, people will go, oh, well, that was our goal and we got real close. <laughs> well, real close doesn't doesn't make the business run. So how do I help you instead understand the the importance of this? But more importantly, how do I help you? to make it or to get you what you need to get there if you're off. And I don't, wanna, I don't want that to wait until a later point in time. I want to I be on that so that we're working together on it constantly.
0: Yeah, and, and this shouldn't, the other thing is, it shouldn't be some extra magical thing to do. This should be a part of what you're doing to get where you want to go, not some extra thing. We all know we put extra things on right. us and we don't do them. This should not put overload on. This should be how you are running your business. I I love it. This is so good, At, Michael. I, I I this has been so. And I, you just you're you're so you're 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 just a powerful human being, and you got me going. Yes. <laughs> so thank you so much for being on the show. Any any last gold nuggets that you can give our listeners any last input that you think and 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 how to get a hold of you how to connect with you how to get the app all that stuff and we'll put it in our show notes and everything
2: yeah so let me um let me give tell you how to get in touch with me first and then i'll give my just last thoughts but like so obviously just look up shock your potential shockyourpotential.com. you can look up the app and shock uh, shock your potential in any app store and you'll find it um but one of the things that I think is really important and, and goes with your concept of really, you know, being good in business and, you know, really taking um, positive steps forward in in what you're trying to achieve has to start with you. And that means taking care of yourself. And especially in this last year, I know that we've seen so much uh, trauma to all of us, even if we might not have... Experienced expressed it out loud is that it's taken a huge toll on us, not just because of fears of pandemic, but isolation and uh, you know disruption to business and disruption to lives. And this, I think, is a time more than ever to really take good care of yourself. and And I try and practice something that I call the gold star effect. And that means when I do these three things every day, and I don't do them every day I try and, uh, and I put I literally give myself a gold star on my calendar when I do it. In fact, I did one whole year where I did it um, and that will be another book but the gold star year really does this is that you know I'm moving my body every day for at least 30 minutes. So that's go take a walk, that's take a run, that's whatever you want but move your body. It's really important. Um, journal. And spend some time, whether even if it's just a silly little notebook that all you do is keep it for notes. But make sure to write one thing in it every day that you're grateful for, that you're thankful for, because that gratitude, you know, Huge. gives you its own endorphins. Love it. But the final one is, is for me, it's meditation. Um, but meditation can be as simple as just stopping and closing your eyes for 60 seconds in your chair. You don't have to worry about breathing or think about anything or you know try and sit in the lotus position. Just stop and consciously for 60 seconds every day, just be quiet in your space. I do more meditation than that. I do a meditation every day, and usually mine's about 30 to 40 minutes. But right. just the simple act where I started 10 years ago was just that moment of just sitting down. And when you take better care of yourself, you're so much better able to handle stress, the things that get in your way, the challenges that face you, the people that frustrate you, the the issues that come up with business. But you're more likely to not only treat everything else with more respect because you're treating yourself with respect, but you'll find that that through the tumultuous times, it just keeps you on more level ground. And I think that's really important because just because this pandemic is ending quote unquote and the world is starting to open again doesn't mean that we're not still going to be affected by this for a long time i think this is when we're going to need it even more coming out of it when we start Absolutely. to try and pretend like life is normal again and that's Absolutely. important for ourselves
0: oh so amazing thank you michael so much for being on the show you, you i know i've said it a hundred times you, you're just a powerhouse and thank you for for exactly i do want to i want to show this i think is this it right there that's it right yeah yes, i got yes, it on my phone baby yes. this is super freaking cool uh everything you kind of talked you. about you can go through on this right what you just said
2: yeah and we're gonna we're revamping it um meditation. over the next week so that it'll look a little bit different in the next week as we're adding a whole bunch of new content but it is so fun i'm so proud of that
0: awesome thank you so much for being on the show michael L- last words ryan you're going to take us out i I've been hogging the show, and let oh, I apologize, Brian.
1: You're a little starstruck.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to do an awkward <laughs> I'm silence. It to you. <laughs> <laughs> <Awkward> thanks, <laughs> thanks for being on the show, Michael. We really appreciate it. I learned tons, and uh, we will hopefully stay in touch.
2: Yes, thank you so much for having me.
1: Yeah. So we're always in the show with the hashtag be good, do good. If you've listened to the show, you might be familiar with it. We do get a little crazy. And on the third crazy. time, we say it three times. Yep. I mean, we get, yeah. So you can join in with us. Or you uh, can just
0: watch us and just look at how goofy we are. Yeah. It's your call. <laughs> All
1: right, here we go. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag
0: be good,
1: do good. And that's a wrap.
0: Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington, this is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go.